Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Matthew, chapter 7. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. An oxymoron. What in the world is that? Oh, I don't know if you know. An oxymoron is a combination of contradictory words. It's taking two words, an oxymoron is taking two words and putting them together, and they contradict each other. Here are some of them. Listen, here's one. Almost pregnant. Yeah, right. Okay. Here's another. Airline food. How about this? Legally drunk. I don't know what that is. Here's what I've always wondered about. Maybe you have too. Taped live. It's either taped or live. I don't really get it. Of course, I'm sure the media people do. Here's one. Pretty ugly. Man, you sure are pretty ugly. I mean, I mean, what's up with that? Military intelligence. <laughs> exact estimate. Okay. Here's one. Restaurants drive me nuts. Jumbo shrimp. I mean, for me, a jumbo shrimp has to be like this big, you know? I'd have to be eating my way through it. You know, jumbo shrimp, that would have to be for me. Here's one, family vacation. That's an oxymoron. Female driver. The wives are like, what you laughing at? Let me slap you. Here's one I think we'd all agree. Microsoft works. And last, but certainly not least, here's one for you. Got a pen? Judgmental Christian. Judgmental Christian. Remember chapter 7, verse 1, Jesus said, Judge not lest you be judged, for with the same judgment you judge other folks, that's the same judgment you will be judged with. And so we talked about this over the last several weeks. If you've been with us, you know. We talked about Christians are not to be judgmental. Are we never to judge? Well, that's not quite right either. When Jesus says don't judge, what he's talking about is don't judge people to condemnation. In other words, you are not God. We know that. In other words, we cannot, we don't have the ability to send anyone 
to heaven or hell. Therefore, we are not to judge to condemnation, but we are to judge to identification and then on to restoration. Because it was the same Jesus who said, you'll know a tree by the fruit it bears. So we are to judge to identification, absolutely. And we talked about this. If you were here, weren't here, you can pick up the CD or the tape. We're to judge to identification, but, 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 and then on to restoration with a heart to restore that person. So we can't judge the root, but we are to judge the fruit. And that's what we've been talking about over the last several weeks, this judging. And then Jesus goes on to tell us that we are not in verse 6 of chapter 7. We are not to throw our spiritual treasures and spiritual pearls before swine. In other words, there comes a time when you have to stop telling people about Jesus and about spiritual things. Believe it or not, there comes a time when you need to zip it. Anybody know anybody like that where you just go, what can I say? I I think I better stop talking and start praying. And so Jesus says, look, don't cast your spiritual pearls before swine because they're not receiving it. And, and, And how do you know when is that time? How do you know when it's time to stop Casting your pearls before swine and before your spiritual treasures. How do you you know? Jesus says, pray. Verse 7, chapter 7. Notice he said, ask, seek, and knock. In other words, Jesus is saying, pray. You pray and ask the Lord for discernment and direction and wisdom and knowledge. When is it time to stop casting those pearls before swine? When? Jesus says, pray, ask, seek, and knock, he said. Remember last week, if you were here, we talked about asking. How do you ask? What does that mean? We talked about asking, number one, in prayer. Number two, ask in his name. Thirdly, ask humbly. Fourthly, ask persistently. And then last but certainly not least, we are to ask according to his will. And we talked about that quite in depth. This morning, we're going to talk about seeking, knocking, And the golden rule. Seeking, knocking, and the golden rule. Look at Matthew chapter 7, beginning in verse 7. Saints, if you're there, would you say amen? Amen. Notice Jesus said in verse 7, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Now, 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 listen. You know, it blew me away yesterday. The, uh, something I discovered you probably care nothing about. But, but this was really like a trip to me. Look, verse 7, ask starts with an A. Seek starts with an S. Knock starts with a K. A-S-K. Ask. Jesus is... <laughs> Even in telling us to ask, seek, and knock, he's saying... Ask. Don't you get it? Just ask. And notice he goes on in verse 8 to say, Now every person, Christian, who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. 
Or what man is there among you in verse nine who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then being evil, notice Jesus' commentary on the human condition. You are evil. The world says, no, you're good. We're good, it's all good. Jesus says, no, you're all evil. This is his commentary on the human condition. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your kids, then how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, in verse 12, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Now, stop right there. Give me your attention. Remember I told you last week, ask, seek, and knock are written in Greek grammar in the present imperative. In other words, the present imperative says do something, but don't stop doing it. Keep doing it. And do it indefinitely. So Jesus says, ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Not just once, but it's a continual action. It's something that you do indefinitely. Keep on asking, keep on seeking, and keep on knocking. This morning, last week, we talked about asking. This morning, we're going to talk about seeking. Jesus says, seek and you will find. Again, seek and keep on seeking. Keep on seeking. Now, in seeking, seeking is actually a step up, if you will, of intensity from asking. It's a step up in intensity. Seeking speaks of involvement and putting some feet to your prayers. Seek. Do something. Seek. Everybody's seeking something. Everybody, you know what one guy said a little while ago, he says, you know, Christianity, those Christians, Christianity is just a crutch. Christianity ain't nothing but a crutch, he said. And I said, and your point is. Yeah, I I guess so, but let's just face it, bro. Everyone is going to lean on something. Everybody has a crutch. Some people lean on sex, drugs, rock and roll, Elvis. Some folks lean on Elvis, man. If Elvis returned in the Star Magazine. Oh, Harry, about all the newspapers. and Everybody has something that they lean on, something that they rest on. Me? I choose to lean on, rest on Christ. Amen, saints? I choose to rest on Jesus. I guess, yeah, Jesus, yeah, he is a crutch. Christianity is a crutch. Everybody has a crutch, and everybody is seeking something. Everyone. You know, as a matter of fact, the Bible is very clear. If you're taking notes, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 25, look this up in your own time. It says, some seek knowledge. Some people are seeking knowledge. Ecclesiastes 4, 4. Some are seeking possession. Interesting enough, Proverbs twenty three thirty five. 
says some people are seeking after another drink. And I found that interesting. And then some people seek revenge. And then some people seek false gods. And then some people seek themselves. Which I don't know why you would do that. Because when you find yourself, you won't like yourself. Okay, you're not going to like you when you find you, but okay, fine, go ahead. You know, find yourself. Some people are seeking themselves only to find themselves disappointed. The Bible says that we believers are to seek God. Amen, saints? We're to seek God. Christians should seek the Lord. Psalm 105, verse 4, it says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13, it says this, And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Psalm 27, verse 4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, You know, it'd be interesting for you to trek through scripture, go from Genesis to Revelation and find this phrase, one thing. Very interesting. One thing appears many times in the Bible, not many things. David said, one thing have I desired. He says, one thing that I desire that I will seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord. David says, it's my only desire to be in the church. It's my only desire to be in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Amen. Isaiah 55 verse 6. Notice this. Isaiah says, seek the Lord while he may be found. And call upon him while he is near. You see, in other words, whatever you do in life, whatever your job, whatever your education, whatever your recreation, we are to seek God and seek him passionately. You know, if you're going to make this journey as a Christian fruitful and successful, Jesus Christ is going to have to be the one thing that you desire. I have found that to be true because many things is distracting. One thing we need to keep our focus on, and that is seeking God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our strength. Not part, but all. We should be God chasers. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We should be God chasers. Chasing after God. With everything within us, with our whole life, chasing after the will of God for our life, seek the Lord. The Bible has a lot to say about seeking the Lord. What does that mean? I don't know about you, but growing up, I've heard a lot of sermons about seeking the Lord. What does that mean? And how does seeking the Lord work out practically in our life? How might we seek the Lord? Let me just give you a couple suggestions that I think support are supported in the scriptures. A few ways in which we are to seek the Lord. If you're taking notes, number one, we are to seek the Lord. That simply means to talk to the Lord. How do you seek the Lord? Well, number one, talk to the Lord. Or call upon the Lord, the Bible says. Or pray. Just pray. 
Psalm 18, verse 3, it says, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. You just pray. You know, you don't have to have a certain language to pray. You don't have to be in a certain position to pray. You, you know, we, we teach our kids. We teach our kids. Okay, Johnny, now it's time to pray. And okay, get on your knees beside your bed. Yeah, I mean, you're inadvertently teaching your kids something that really is kind of not necessary. Um, I, I don't want to mess it up for your nighttime rituals, but I, I'm just trying to love on you. That's all. All right, just try, pastor trying to love on you. All right, but but you know, okay, Johnny, let's uh, get our knees and pray. And so we got okay. Now go fold your hands. Okay, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And and when you grow up, you you start thinking that you know this is the way to pray. And if you don't get on your knees, I mean, you're really not praying. Listen, you don't have to get on your knees to pray. You don't have to have a certain language to pray. You don't have to, you know, you, you, growing up as a Christian, you hear, you know, church people and, you know, certain churches and they, and they pray, you know, like, you know, oh, Father, who sitteth high and looketh low down on thine peasants. If thou wouldest cometh downeth frometh on thy throneth, knoweth would be greateth. Um, and you get all caught up in the language. You understand my point? Say amen if you understand. Okay, good. You get all caught up in the language and how you need to say it and all of these kinds of things. God doesn't care about that. Listen, praying simply means talk to God. Talk to God and let God's word talk to you. But talk to God. Simply just talk in a, in a very casual way. God understands. You can say to God, God, help. Do you know God help is a prayer? It's in the Bible. Go look it up. Peter was thinking. He said, help. That's spiritual, man. That's good enough for me. Especially when you're sinking, you really don't have time for thoueth, lordeth, cometh, noweth, that will be greateth. I mean, who has time for that? Lord, help! I need you now. You understand? God, Lord, show yourself to me. God, I want to believe in you, but I don't know how. Simply say, God, I've got major decisions to make in my life. Give me direction. Help me, Lord. Help me to choose the right thing for my good and for your glory. Would you, Lord? You see, just talk to God. You don't have to be a seminary graduate or know a lot of scriptures to seek the Lord. Seek the Lord by talking to the Lord. You know, the other day I was having some email problems. It occurred to me out of nowhere. Just occurred to me, talking to God is easier than email. I had this little email problem, and I said to a brother, I said, help, you know. And he sent me back, well, then do this, save this, type this, put this here, put that there. And, you know, and so I went and tried to do all that stuff. It didn't work. And I sent back the email to the guy, it does not work. And he sent me back, well, there's a problem with your computer. And I'm like, I know that. That's why I told you. And it just occurred to me by the Spirit. 
Seeking the Lord is easier than email. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, just talk to God. Just talk to God. Talk to God. Number one, talk to God. Number two, what it means to seek the Lord. How to seek the Lord. Number two, really important. Ask the Lord to lead you. You're writing this down. Ask the Lord to lead you. And here's the, here's the catch. And you are willing to accept his will. It's one thing to ask God to lead you. It's another thing to be willing to accept his will. A lot of people want to be led, but they don't want the will of God. I don't get it. But it's true. Remember Matthew 6.10? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You see... When you're truly seeking the Lord, at the core of your being, there's a passion for God's glory. At the core of your being, when you're truly seeking the Lord, there's a passion for God's agenda and God's name and God's kingdom to have top priority over your agenda, over your name, over your kingdom. Seeking the Lord says, God, I want your will, not my will, your will above my will. You know, I ran across an illustration, and I I think this shows how subtly we can find ourselves not seeking the Lord. Listen to this. This is of a young lady praying on her wedding day. Dear God, I can hardly believe that this is my wedding day. I know I haven't been able to spend much time with you lately with all the rush of getting ready for the day, and I'm sorry. I also feel guilty when I try to pray about all this since Larry isn't a Christian. Oh, Father, I love him so much. What else can I do? I just couldn't give him up. Oh, you must save him somehow, some way. You know how much I've prayed for him and the way we've discussed the gospel together. I've tried not to appear too religious, but that's because I didn't want to scare him off. Yet, Lord, he he isn't antagonistic, and I can't understand why he hasn't responded. Oh, if he were only a Christian. Dear Father, please bless our marriage. I don't want to disobey you, but I do love him, and I want to be his wife. So please be with us, and please don't spoil my wedding day. Now, on the surface, that might seem to be sincerely seeking the Lord. But let's just take a minute and peel back the religious language and listen what that prayer might read. Dear Father, I don't want to disobey you, but I must have my own way at all cost. For I love what you do not love and I want what you do not want. So please be a good God and deny yourself and move off your throne and let me take over. If you don't like this, then all I ask is that you bite your lip and say or do nothing that will spoil my plans and let me have a great wedding day and a great marriage, of course, in Jesus' name. (laughs) You see, seeking the Lord, here's the point. Seeking the Lord says, Father, what do you want? What is your will? And then be willing to accept God's will, truly seeking the Lord, praying to the Lord, desiring the will of the Lord. And last but certainly not least, seeking the Lord means to open, to be open to the Lord and not hiding from the Lord. Be open to the Lord. 
Don't hide from the Lord. You know, people try to hide from God. And try is the operative word here. People try to hide from God. You can't hide from God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13, in the New Living Translation, I love how it reads. It reads like this. Nothing in all of creation can hide from him. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. This is the God to whom we must explain all that we have done. You can't hide from God. So why do people try to hide from God? Nothing new under the sun. Genesis chapter 3, you know the story. It was Eve who was tempted by Satan and gave the fruit to Adam to eat. And immediately they felt shame. And what did they do? They hid from God. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch in Calvary Chapel, Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. You may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.